welcome to another episode of the Devil's Due. Court is now in session. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is the man who you would not like when he's angry. But then again, that's a secret. He's always angry. Mr. Drew Celestino. That's very true. Hey, so Drew. accurate. Hi. How's How you going? doing, that's buddy? True words were never spoken. <laughs> Oh, folks, we got a great show for you this week. Do yeah. we? Do we know? <laughs> <laughs> we uh, never let it be said that we are not willing to suffer for our listeners because uh, we we did a little bit of suffering this week. It was, it, it was fun. Fun suffering. It, it was still a little, little bit of suffering. How you doing, sir? How was your week? Good, I guess. Stressful. Cool. A lot going on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm vague and cryptic every week. I'm going to continue that streak here. Yeah. But uh, no, it was otherwise pretty good. Um, I think it was, was it Monday? I'm not sure if it was Monday. Was it Sunday? I don't remember what day it was, but between our last episode and now, um, my good buddies in Metallica decided to drop another song yes. on their upcoming record on us. I like the song better than the and, first uh, one. Not to say that I didn't like the first one. I just like the song better. Yeah. And that's a uh, pretty common uh comment i'm i'm stunned yeah now uh, the album's coming out in november november right? early november mid-november mid late november. yeah that's typical for them mid-november mm. they have a history of mid-november releases ah. uh which is weird but anyway yeah <laughs> exciting oh all oh, the blessings and Thank whatnot you. um so that's uh that that obviously gets me going so you know cool. I, I i was on like six listens in the first you know hour of release so yeah you know it's it's been like that then they were on Jimmy Fallon, even though Jimmy Fallon's a complete tool bag, but, but Metallica. <laughs> so, you know, good. It's good. Nice. That aside, uh, week is weak. Um, week is weak in W-E-A-K or W-E-E-K? Uh, uh, wow. Um, both. Week was weak. All right. W-E-E-K was W-E-A-K. Okay. See well. what happened there? That was about, that was the highlight of my week, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right, well, you know, not as as I often tell you when we discuss current runs of you know some of our favorite comic books, not everything's going to be a groundbreaking run. No, so no, not every week's going to be super. A lot, a lot of uh, yeah, ho home action right now. Cool. We're kind of between arcs right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're padding for the trade. <laughs> We're doing filler stuff. Nice. What's going on with you? Um, nothing too much this week, as well with myself. Um, kind of picked up Street Fighter again this week because yeah. a new character came out. And they yeah. did they charge you for that? I bought the season pass. Oh, okay. So you're I, okay. Yeah, I'm a Street Fighter whore. Gotcha. So it comes out and says Street Fighter. I pay for it. That's and they know that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, they they made the big announcement before the game came out that, like, you'll be able to get all the downloadable content for essentially free because as you play the game like online whether it's ranked or unranked you accumulate fight money mm-hmm. in game currency and they're like you're going to be able to buy the downloadable characters with fight money you're going to be able to do all this stuff and then like they were saying that for a while and then they dropped the prices of what that stuff would be now for winning a match online you get fifty dollars in fight money a new character cost a hundred thousand in fight money. oh my god so you have you to have to win, win a lot Check me if my math is wrong, but you have to win 2,000 matches. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of matches. I don't have that kind of time. No. But I want to play the new character, so I just got the season pass. Uh, uh, okay. Question about sure. the season pass. Yeah, yeah. Number one, cost? 30. 
So not as bad as a previous season pass that was purchased for me and as what, a birthday present. Okay, what was the core game cost? Core game cost was 60 So it's $90 invested. Oh, yeah. Don't. I Listen, oh. when it comes to Street Fighter, I shudder to think what I spent on Street Fighter 4. Okay. With all the versions that came out, the okay. new, like alternate costumes they came out with. and So, yeah. But wow. like, there's a new character who came out which completed Season 1. And they added a bunch of new features in it. So right now, the game is what it probably should have been at launch. Question? Sure. Your season pass? Yes. Did you just say season one? Yes. Does your season pass cover all seasons? No. Oh. No. See, they're oh. kind of... What they what Capcom kind of did... This, my friends, is a scam. Yeah, yeah. This is a scam. Yeah, and I buy into it hook, line, sinker. Because oh my it's God. Street Fighter, and I'm cheap when it comes to Street Fighter. Um, wow. No, what I think what Capcom tried to do with Street Fighter Five is they saw what Rare did with Killer Instinct. They said, oh, people will do that, so we can do that. But the problem is, when Killer Instinct came out, the core game was $20. Yeah, that seems yeah. more reasonable. Yeah, yeah. So, but, <sighs> yeah, Capcom screwed up on Street Fighter Five. Capcom screwing up. Fancy that. Yeah. The company that doesn't realize that they could still make Mega Man games and make money. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Pretty Checking. Much. The, the state of Japanese gaming is pretty, pretty, pretty crappy right now. Yeah, yeah. Remember like, when thank God like, Breath of the Wild is coming out, because otherwise, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, Well, we're going to have, you know, at some point, when is Nintendo planning on revealing NX? When they You're are probably good and ready. The, the best person to ask about that. <laughs> I, no one knows. I would I would guess October, if not November, because they're, they're targeting launch in like March. Holiday or no, not holiday. March. I'd be shocked if they said holiday. I'd be I would be shocked. So for William's first birthday, which is March seventeenth, I can get him an NX. Yeah, possibly because that's what a good father does for a one year old. That's what a good father does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Yes, you have my you have my support, as April O'Neil would say. Okay. Yeah. The digital one. I just I, I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to get that one past Julie, which sure you can. Yeah. So, oh, another fun thing from this week. Sometimes the mind, my mind in particular, works in mysterious ways. Like coming up this weekend, coming up tomorrow. As we had him on the show previously, is the you know we had Brian on the show to promote the Rumble and Tundra tournament. Yeah, that starts tomorrow. Yeah, I was signed up to help out with that and defend my Windjammers title. Yeah, left side of the brain apparently didn't communicate with the right side of the brain because even though I had not quote unquote forgot that Saturday is my five year wedding anniversary. Aha! I just didn't put two and two together. So I won't be attending Rumble because I love my wife. I love my wife very much. We're going to spend the day together. There you go. Some of it with the boys, some of it without. We have the same anniversary. We do. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Uh, I have much less fun plans. So Yeah, you mentioned you were moving your friends. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Not going to lie. I'm that, a good friend like that, that sucks. You are a good friend, but I, that, that still sucks. Well, hey, man. That's what friends are for and stuff. In good times and bad times. I didn't marry them. I married my they'll, wife. <laughs> they'll be on your side forevermore. I, I hope. Dear listeners, oh, if you wait. would like to let us know of your wedding anniversary plans or <laughs> tell us how your weeks were, 
Okay. You can reach us at the following locations in the multimedia world spectrum. You can follow us on Twitter at Devil's Do Pod. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com. And as we mentioned, uh, closing out the show last week, and I post on our Facebook page this week, we have a website hey. up and running thanks to the diligent work of Drew. Our website is thedevilsdopodcast.com. You can contact us through all those mediums. They all route through the website as well. And we're very happy to have that website up to give you like a one-stop shop for contacting us. And as always, we do have viewer questions. First question, why aren't you guys talking about Luke Cage this week? Yeah, oh, happy Luke Cage Day, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Today's Friday, here. September 30th. Well, I was going to do it in the news, but, you know, since you had to, you know, jump the gun. Sorry. Well, uh, happy Luke Cage Day to you and to our guest who will be coming out momentarily. Um, Spoilers, oh, man. Looks like we, like, just got a question in. Wow. Hmm. Okay. So, since, you know, Jay has kind of earned, you know. Top billing. Top billing. We'll sure. save him for last. Main uh, event, if you will. Yes. <laughs> Another question from our good friend, Mr. Manny Marin, Staten Island. Okay. Manny, who's a supporter of your Stalloning. Yeah. Uh, not so much. Carl and Drew, loving the show. It helps the 90-minute commute go smoothly. See, you worry about the length of our show, and I'm saying we're, we're in a good place. Okay. While scanning Facebook, I saw an article on how the DCU might be reviving Superman for the upcoming Justice League movie. It sparked a question. Since we all know in comics, dead is never really dead, what resurrection stories have you loved, and what resurrection stories have, have the writers just gotten horribly wrong? P.S. Does Drew think Rambo can beat up Batman? Um, let's get that one out of the way first. I don't know if he could beat up Batman, but he could shoot the hell out of him with a giant machine gun. Yes, with many, many bullets. Yes. Um, and, and yeah, it, it would be bad. Yeah, very, very bad. Pa- and also bow and arrow with explosive tips. I've seen that as well. Rambo is good with yes. good with that. Yes. Um, regarding best and worst revivals, That's a good question. I would go. I'd, I'd venture to say most are are pretty hokey in general, um, but in terms of best, uh, it's it's. I think due to the uh, the stakes of it and the fact that it was unprecedented and it was one of Marvel's um, untouchables, so we thought. Yeah. I think the Winter Soldier's revival, Bucky Barnes, was oh, probably yeah. the best because. Again, no one ever thought it could be done. For years, it was, okay, the people who are dead in the Marvel Universe and stay dead are Bucky and Gwen Stacy. That's correct, and that's down to one now. Yeah. So, uh, and Uncle Ben. And Uncle, and Uncle Ben. And Uncle Ben. And I would still argue, yeah, is, is, is Gwen kind of... You know it, what? It's an, let, yeah. Let, let's not I even go there. I don't want to discuss Let's Spider-Man. not even go there. So I'll say Bucky was like one of the perma-deads forever. Yeah. Until he wasn't, because Ed Brubaker brought him back. And I when I first heard of it, before reading it, I thought... Probably okay, like okay. a lot of you, this is a really bad idea. Yeah. This is stupid. This is going to be dumb. Oh no! Well, show us what I know. It was done. Yeah. Very, it was done very, very, very well. And I don't know that anybody outside of Ed Brubaker could have made it happen. Yeah. He, 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 the man is great. As as far as comic book resurrections go, I've always kind of liked. I mean, I can't make a strong argument for being a quote unquote good or well written story. But I always kind of liked how they brought 
Green Arrow back, Oliver Queen. How did they do that? Kevin Smith wrote it in Quiver, his initial yes. Green Arrow run, which is a good run. It's, it's well done. Um, but when Hal Jordan was Parallax, the Green Arrow originally died, from what I understand, in an airplane explosion. Mm. And But Superman was there, too, just didn't get there in time. But apparently, and again, this is where we're kind of getting into the hokey part, um, for lack of better terminology, minuscule bits and pieces of Oliver landed on Superman. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like blood and guts landed on Superman? Yeah, on, okay. a, on a very, on a very small level. And apparently that didn't wash off because when Hal Jordan was Parallax, he was able to get a hold of some of that and reconstitute Oliver. Not sure if best or worst, but it's it's a very comic book resurrection. Absolutely, but it's one of those like you know it's you know his last act is when he became like this despicable villain was to resurrect his best friend. Okay, that's so it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. yeah. As far as worst resurrections, oh God, there's so many to choose from. That's why. That's why I kind of said they're generally so all pretty many. bad. Yeah, they are all really pretty bad. Um, strong contender for uh, the Punisher being revived as an angel with guns in a trench coat and, oh, yeah. and all of that business. Less, um, the less said, will, the better. I am going to one up you in the in the Punisher resurrection. I'm going Frankencastle. Yeah, see, I skipped all that because I saw that Rick Reminder was writing it, and I knew that I should skip it because <laughs> me and Rick Reminder are not uh, yeah chummy. Yeah. Manny, thank you very much for your questions. We appreciate it. Now, on to Mr. J. Gelsomino. And there's even a question for our guest. Man! Yeah. I mean, it's not an exciting question, so I don't want you to get all excited. Well, Actually, be- before we do Jay's question, I'm, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of throw out the plan. I'm going to bring our guest don't on Don't bury right the now. lead, man. We're, um, we're going to bring on Mr. Alan Waiters, who you have known, dear listener, from previous questions sent to the show. With the special show we were doing today, we were just like, you know what? We got to get Alan in on this. So, Alan, welcome to the Devil's Due. Hey, everybody. Alan's here. Yeah, Alan. In person. Yeah, me. (laughs) Yeah, me. Yes, it's on record. It is on record. Okay. So, I will ask. I don't care how we went last time. I'll ask your questions first. Very good. Actually, no, you know what? We have a guest here. I'll be polite. I'll ask the guest questions Okay. Jay Gelsomino's question to Alan is, Alan. How's yes. your day going? My day's going pretty well. All right, great answer. That was his question. Drew, first question. Jay asked the tough questions. Can it rain all the time? Um, I, I, have on, I have it on good authority that I trust implicitly that no, it can't rain all the time. All righty, good answer. Question number two. Using the 10-point must scoring system in a 15-round fight, in their prime at the Seneca Niagara Resort and Casino. Oh, my God. Who comes out victorious? Butch Coolidge or Tommy the Machine Gun? Oh, Butch Coolidge. Absolutely. What's that from again? Butch killed a guy. I mean. What? what? Oh, okay, yeah. Rocky right. Five, sir. No, no, I knew where, Tom, I knew where Tommy Gun was from. Okay. I didn't put Butch. I, it's the last name that threw me. Put Pulp Fiction, my Pulp friend. Pulp Fiction. He, he okay. killed Floyd. All right. In the I'm, ring. I'm actually going to let our guest ask me my oh. question, if it's okay with I'll, you. Okay. I'll, just I'll, I'll probably do it. 
because his his dulcet tones. Yes. Let's see. Oh, we already got technical difficulties. Okay, so Carl. Yes. If you could stroke the face of one of these people, who would it be? Danny Trejo, also known as Machete. 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 Willem Dafoe, Keith Richards, or Rocky Dennis. (laughs) Danny Trejo. I don't even have to think about it. It's Danny Trejo. Why? Like because Rocky he's a, Dennis, though. I, I was, was going to say because Rocky Dennis, too. You know, <laughs> you're getting you're getting some bang for your buck with that feel. <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, uh, the second part of the question. Oh God. Sexier '80s wrestling manager Bobby Heenan, Mr. Fuji, rest in peace, or Jimmy Hart. <sighs> See, it's tough. I like that this is for Carl and not <laughs> yeah, I know. It was specifically <laughs> for Carl. It's tough because Fuji and Heenan, they dressed a lot alike. Uh, color palette, color palette. I, you know what? I, Bobby had some awesome sequence jumpsuits, my friend. Yeah. He did, but Jimmy Hart. Those jackets. And Those the megaphone. Were, they were pretty loud. Yeah, I got to go with Jimmy Hart. <laughs> I got to go with Jimmy Hart. You might be the first person in history to consider Jimmy Hart sexy, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> Somewhere the mouth of the South ears are ringing. <laughs> <laughs> His palms are itching. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Was Thank that, you, Jay. Was that for Jay's question? That was Jay's question. Thank part. you very much. Thanks, Jay. Jay. You realize we get Jay on the show, it's going to be like an, an, an event, oh. like, a, like a happening. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> We will have Jay on the show someday, soon enough. He's going to have to read his own questions yes. on the air. <laughs> oh, oh, that would be good. Inception. <laughs> okay, so we got a little bit of news to go into. So we're going to open up the case files. As we mentioned earlier, it is uh, Friday, September 30th as of this recording, which means Luke Cage is now available to stream on Netflix. We haven't watched it yet. We have not watched it yet. <laughs> we had other things to watch. Uh, yes, we did, as we will discuss coming up very I would shortly. have rather have watched Luke Cage, I think. Yeah, well, you know... We can, it's okay. It's okay. We could play a game in the living room and just set up. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Luke Cage getting a lot of hype. I've heard nothing but good reviews, which, let's be honest, at this point is kind of expected. It's Marvel, baby. Yeah. Marvel, Netflix... We're very excited. Alan, you said you watched a little bit of it. I watched a little bit of the first episode before I got here, and I got to say, it is really, really, really good. Really solid? It's very solid. You know, uh, it had a very good vibe, you know, the Harlem scene and everything. Yeah. Uh, I I can't wait to watch the rest of it. I got a message from my friend Chris Taylor, and all it said was, episode four. That's all it said. All right. So I I guess we should watch out for that, apparently. They're they're kind of ducking their normal convention of making episode two the like yeah yeah right right was there a big stinger moment in uh, Jessica Jones I don't remember um I think the first time when they had the purple man when they actually showed him mm. and then he you know was, was that in the second or third ep- I don't I, I don't I, remember. yeah he didn't like show up in person till no I think when when he first showed up in person. I think that's when it was like a big thing, and it's you start seeing that was the big their big moment. Yeah, that, yeah. that was their hallway fight. We're like, oh. <laughs> showing off David Tennant. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he was freaking fantastic. Oh, he was, great. he was great. I would, was I great. would argue, he has been the best live action Marvel villain, film and television. Loki, my friend, Loki. No, because you know what, Loki's great. And all don't get me wrong, love Loki, but. 
Tenant's Purple Man was just scary. Yeah, he's scary, but he wasn't Loki. Tom Hiddleston, man. Yeah, I'm going with going with uh, Kilgrave. Sorry. <sighs> Hey, I, listen. I gotta agree. I, I I have to go with Kilgrave myself because he was yeah, Alan. <sighs> I mean, Loki. just all the stuff that he made people do always messed up for sure. But yeah, Loki, Loki wants to take over and rule Asgard. Yeah, and which by the way, the he did. Spoilers yeah. for Dark World, by the way. Like Loki is just, or Kilgrave is just about Jessica. Yep. Like he's just like they fixated. Yeah. But you could say that Loki's fixated on Asgard. He's got bigger aspirations. Yeah, yeah it's bigger. It doesn't necessarily make it better. Would you rather have Kristen Ritter <laughs> or all of Asgard? <laughs> I'm taking Asgard. No disrespect to Kristen Ritter. I refuse to answer our question on the grounds <laughs> and my wife might kill me. Fair enough, man. But I would take Kristen Ritter. Just saying. <laughs> all right. And um, the, the next piece of news we have, Alan, you and I can discuss this. Drew is probably just going to remain silent because he hates everything DC. Eh, not, not everything. everything not everything. 95% of DC. Right. Hates. I like right. the good 5%. So, which is surprising that you don't like what we're about to talk about because this is DC live action at not only its best, which is a very low bar to hurdle, <laughs> it's on par with, I think, the quality of these CW productions as far as like what they're doing story wise and story wise and weaving all these films together is if it's not on par it's rapidly approaching on par with what Marvel's doing in theaters. They released today pictures upcoming in the probably what I would I would probably say and let me know if you agree with this Alan of the shows the weakest of the show which is Legends of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, but it's still good. It's still good. It's but still it's- like it's nowhere, it's nowhere yeah, it's on a level a, of Flash or It's not like Flash, Supergirl, or Arrow. Or Arrow. Um, they re, they're doing the Justice Society of America. And they released pictures today. We saw Our Man, mm-hmm. Stargirl, uh, Dr. Midnight, and Vixen. Oh, wow. And they look off the page. Yeah, I saw a lot of... I saw some images of Vixen and... She's pretty, you know, she's pretty spot on. So I'm yeah, like they they improved on the outfit. They yeah. made, they made the outfit a little more believable for a combat situation. Um, Doctor Midnight looks fantastic. He's got like the the hood and the the crescent moon, and the cape and everything. Our man looks great. Star Girl is just she's Star Girl. Yeah. She's exactly what she should look like. She's got the staff. And you know what? These aren't characters that I've normally gone out of my way to read or anything, but they're characters I'm aware of. And it's just showing again that uh, the Berlanti verse, as it's called, is not pulling any punches and they will do anything. Did you see the the previews of Supergirl? Yes. The, the, the scenes with, with Superman they showed? Yeah. It looks great. It looks It looks great. You know, is he the most, you know, best looking yeah drew i know he made a point that he's a little scrubby looking he looks, no, un, he looks unshaven <laughs> he looks disheveled he's no dean kane no who, who could be well who who better than dean kane dean kane is in that show too he is he plays dean kane and helen slater okay play supergirl's adopted parents all right so fair. you've got superman and original og supergirl playing supergirl's adopted is parents. terry hatcher around not yet. No. That's kind of a shame. 
Some she will be. Can we get some work for her? Come and on. of course, the picture released earlier this week. I sent it to Drew, and even Drew appreciated this picture. Mm. Barry Allen standing next to oh, Jay. Oh God! Gare. Yes. John, John Wesley, Wesley Shipp, Shipp man. Yes. My Flash. Oh, man. He is so I d- great. I just, I saw that picture. I was like, I said to her, I'm like, how can you not it's like pretty, It's pretty cool. And I, I, I remarked back, the only thing that would make it better is if the Flash's costume was the same color as Jay Garrick's red coat. Yes, Jay Garrick. Yeah. Brighten it up Jay a little. Jay Garrick's red I'm, has I'm a proper in. red. And yeah, that goes back to what we discussed last week. All superhero costumes across Marvel and DC could bear to be... Toned up a shade. It still or looks two. good. I mean, we're, no, no, the costume looks good. But for, like for but for what it is, yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. That's yeah. that's yeah. The, that's the kind of inspired casting I like. Because if that's you see the stuff. end of season two of Flash, and then you saw that moment, oh my like, god, I was, I crap. was, I'm not gonna lie to you, and this is not gonna come as a surprise. I've said I'm an easy cry. I was rolling tears when he showed up in the in the suit, and I said and I was it just was like, just right. It's it. It was fitting. Yeah. Right. So, is there any? incarnation that they could possibly do in the Batman mythos cinematic I don't I have no idea how where they could have Adam West or Michael Keaton play an old grizzled Bruce Wayne is that possible in any way with what they've established if, probably if not If you were going to do a Dark Knight Returns proper film you could probably pull off Michael Keaton Ooh I'd like yeah. that as Batman Adam West He's way too old now. Yeah, he's he's getting up there in years. I think Adam West is getting the the tribute he's due with the animated movie. Fair enough. Fair out, enough. Which I'm very he was the Gray Ghost. For. Damn it. He was a Gray oh, Ghost. Not the Gray Ghost. Wasn't that a great episode? That's, that's in that my was top one of my favorite five. all time. That's that in a, my top five. That's a great episode. My top five is Almost Got Him, um, Heart of Ice, The Gray Ghost. Uh. No. Ooh, gotcha. Stumped. Yeah, I can't. Oh, God, I can't remember. Most, I think. Mm, yeah. That's, oh. a, it's still, that's a strong top yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Fair enough. Great Ghost is up there. Yeah, that was such a great episode. It was. It was. That was inspired. So that's about all I got for news. Uh, did anything happen in the Marvel world this week? Not really. We got a television commercial for Doctor Strange. Yeah, which, kinda, oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of name-dropped Avengers. Yeah, some good stuff is happening there. He's got, uh, he's got like, a whip. Fire whip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gave us a little moment of humor. You know, Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Doctor Mr. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah. Sure who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? That's pretty... Oh, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I think... I watched the first two episodes. Okay, is it just me, or are they going to kind of tie that into Doctor Strange, it looks yes, like? It, uh, yes, because they when Ghost Rider was introduced, and he said, I made a pact with the devil. Yeah. So I was wrong. Mephisto is showing up yes. on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Possibly. Huh. But no, like, they're they're going, like, full-on paranormal activity with this season. Sure, why not? There are these ghosts going around, and they can infect you, and when they infect you, the way you see other people is, like, kind of those caved-in eyes that you see on the villain in Doctor Strange. Strange. Oh! They always tie in. They always tie into the movies. That's pretty... I gotta say, the first two... I'm sure the movies are flattered, (laughs) if they care at all. Yeah, I would definitely... (laughs) I would definitely recommend picking up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I watched the first two seasons. I kind of gave up after that, so maybe I could give it a shot. Again. I'd we'll recommend see. picking up again. Hmm. 
And Ghost Rider's not that bad. You know, no, it looks, he looks really you know, cool. You yeah, know, he, he's Cholo Rider. I'm okay with Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. I read the series. It was good. I liked it. So The the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is getting me interested in that Ghost Rider. I may have to go pick up those It's trades. It's solid. Johnny Blaze does show up. So, you know, there's something there for everybody. Blaze. It's all good. Dan Ketch? No, not so yeah. much. He's like, he fell off the face of the earth, which is odd. No, he actually, he showed up in, like, Ghost Rider got a bunch of limited series. Mm. About, I'd say about five, nah, a little more, about eight to ten years ago. So it's been a while. It's, it has indeed yeah. been a while since we had Dan Ketch. But they were, like, both Ghost Rider at the same time. Okay. It expanded on the mythology That's- a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. That brings our news to a close. Now, ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> normally this is where we rustle the papers, but as you know, last week uh, we completed. Uh, 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 excuse me? Okay, you have. <laughs> you did. You made up the mind really quickly. At first, we were like, eh, we're just going to watch this half out. The 10 minutes it was like, give me a notebook. I need, <laughs> I need a notebook. I need some papers. This needs to be documented. Yes. yes. So uh, we have completed the first season of Daredevil. Um, as you guys all heard last week, we did our season finale. So as we do not have any new Daredevil outside of Defenders up until 2018, we're going to we're going to hold off on jumping into Daredevil season 2. We're we'll gonna, get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We're going to do some fun one-off episodes for a couple weeks and then we're going to go right into Luke Cage. We're going to let you guys uh, watch Luke Cage for yourselves, digest it for yourselves, and then we're going to do our breakdown. But as far as those fun one-off episodes I just mentioned, this is indeed one of them. We've joked about this for many weeks now, and we finally sat down and did it. We all just watched, right before we started to record this, The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Starring yeah. Bill Bixby, and Jonathan Rhys-Davies. Oh, no. <laughs> And a whole bunch of other people. Rex Manning. Don't Rex ever Manning. remember. It's Rex Manning Day. You know that? <laughs> it is Rex Manning Day. And who does Rex Manning play, Drew? Rex Because people are probably wondering, why are you doing Trial of the Incredible well, Hulk? He tri- Daredevil Rex show? Manning tried to play with uh, uh, Renee Zellweger, but she got ashamed after he, she realized what a scumbag he was and she ran away. Yeah. But or what a scumbag she was. It's a little of both. Yeah. 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 And then at the end, though, she sings on the, on the balcony with the band. And yeah, she, and it's pretty awesome. Realizes her dreams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Empire Records, kids, look it up. It's a great movie. But Drew, why did we watch a made-for-TV movie, Trial of the Incredible Hulk? Because it features a made-for-TV version of Daredevil. It is the first live-action appearance of Daredevil. What they call Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let us. If I can just draw a line for a moment. Okay. This was made for TV, what year, 1989? I believe so, yes. Versus what we now have on Netflix, which is made for TV in 2016. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, what a difference we have here. Although, when you think about it... Oh, boy. Back in the day, like, late 70s and most of the 80s, Marvel was pretty active on television. Incredible uh, Hulk, Amazing Spider-Man. That's uh, the 70s. Captain America. 70s. There was a Doctor Strange movie. 70s. Television. Movie. 80s Eighties were a dark time. We still had Incredible Hulk. In the made-for-TV, resting on, resting on our laurels, nostalgia form. Yes. Yes. And and we had Thor in one of those Hulk movies as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sort of. So, you know, the 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 start, if you will, of what may eventually become... Mar- no, I can't even no, say that. No, no, no. It's so far. No. Yeah, those were... Those were humble beginnings, I should say. Very humble. Um. So, yeah, how, how do you want to begin to discuss... This what, what do you whole think, thing. Alan? Where? I think you know it's very it's lighted a lot of nostalgia because I was thinking of it as a kid, you know, like oh my god, you know, there's Marvel superheroes, and now yeah. looking back as an adult, you're like, what is this? Yeah, like if you showed a kid today, right, this, they would be pissed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think even as a kid, I knew that that the Incredible Hulk '70s uh, movie and show was was bad. Yeah. But it had the song. It did and have the song the, uh, went a long way. The Lonely Man piano song, which was a very sad song because so sad. when you yes. heard that song, it meant it was time for bed. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, Alan, yes. you being a, a longtime listener to the show, and we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, where where does Daredevil operate? Where where is his his playground, if you will? They didn't say. They just kept saying. No, no. I'm asking like <laughs> proper. Daredevil oh, proper. It's supposed to be New York City. New York City. In like what part of New York City? Oh, the hell, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Now, typically in this era where this movie was made in comics, the Incredible Hulk kind of operated. We discussed this earlier. Where? Usually between floating between New Mexico, you know, All parts right. of Texas. All right. He's uh, a wanderer. Uh, Drew? Yes. Where Where does this movie take place? Um, by my estimation, I, I'm approximating now, I, I, but, but I'm pretty sure it's like somewhere in Manitoba, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Moose Jaw. <laughs> it could be near Winnipeg, but it's not actually Winnipeg. <laughs> but it's definitely not New York City. Though I'm not positive, but they try to play it up like it is. Did they, though? I don't Did know. They really? They, no. Well, let's say this. They remark... When, when, when David Banner... David Banner, by the way. because well, that's his full name. That's In the show, yeah. yeah. No, in the comics. No, that's his, full, his full name in the comics his, was Bruce, Bruce Banner. His full name in the comics is David Retroactively, Banner. because they changed it in the show, because the television show producers thought that Bruce Banner sounded too gay. I'm just the saying. 70s, everybody. <laughs> My God. Meanwhile, Bruce Wayne, Batman. So anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so he 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 he's, he's digging ditches in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of, in the middle of of you know somewhere in in British Columbia or whatever, maybe in <laughs> Newfoundland. We're not sure. And then Dutch Mantel uh, <laughs> starts a fight with them. It was Dutch Mantel. Let's just be honest. <laughs> but he tries not to be angry because the eyes turn white and he turns into Hulk and all that. And then he decides he's going to the city. The city, mind you, is, I swear to God, if it's any bigger than like 10 blocks, <laughs> I'm exaggerating. It it reminded me of the city from Roadhouse. It's like three buildings. With a skyscraper. Yeah, yeah a, a skyscraper. skyscraper. And by skyscraper, we're talking... What, 20, 30 floors? Yeah. I mean, you know. You could see mountains in the background. There were mountains. (laughs) 
It's like, oh, look at Manhattan, and look at the Manhattan mountain range. <laughs> Those old snow-capped mountains in Jersey. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I don't, like, okay, they didn't say it was New York, but the city... There was a sub. There were several subway scenes. Like they were trying to give you that impression. You know what I'm saying? Except, you know, no. I've been to New York. This was not New York. I have to say that subway in this movie had to be the cleanest <laughs> subway I've ever seen in my life. I've been in New York many times, and no, there was you don't no. Don't want to go barefoot yeah, in that. Exactly. There's no. And this in this scene that we that we watch, the subway was you know was crystal clear it was clean there's no graffiti what no oh, got, there, there was, was graffiti there was one graffiti what did the graffiti say it Alan? said daredevil daredevil <laughs> rules <laughs> with an s or a z do you remember it was an, it was an, s. an, s. It was an, it was an s. s before the z craze took on yeah but if anybody if you've been in new york city you know those subways are very they're, they're loud they're dirty exactly yeah there was no rats wandering there was no, no pizza Ooh. there was no pizza rat pizza rat wasn't there yeah. The Ninja Turtles would not belong in these no. subways. No. Far too no. clean. I often thought when they would show scenes of the city, I often flash back to the Tick animated series. Ah, <laughs> uh, the city. <laughs> My city. It is I, the Tick, your destined defender. Show me where it hurts. Have we watched the new Tick series yet, by the way? I did. You did or you didn't? I did. How is it? Eh. Eh, I saw eh. some clips. It looked pretty good. I, you know, it got a full I, season order. I, I saw that. I do want to give it another watch because I was kind of dozing off at different points. Okay. And that's not as a criticism on the show itself, just because at the time I watched it, I was very tired. So. When I first saw the pictures, the stills, I thought, this is terrible. Yeah. Then I saw some clips. And I said, oh, I see what they're doing. It's pretty well, good. Why did not get Patrick Warburton back for that? Well. Because even though that show wasn't all great, he was perfect. David Putty can do anything, sir. Yeah. Um, so but, yeah, th- this, but back to this our, city. our current torture. Now, if I can, if I can also <laughs> ask a question. Go ahead, David Banner. Yes, David Banner. Uh, he knows that he has the whole Hulk thing going on, right? Yep. <sighs> he figures out, you know, digging ditches in a remote location isn't working out so good. I'm alone. And I haven't had any incidents, but I can't be here anymore. I'm going to go to a populated area. What could go wrong? David, buddy, (laughs) maybe it's a bad call. I'm just saying, civilians, crime, I mean, relatively speaking, in this 10-block city, (laughs) but, you know... (laughs) It's essentially yeah. a glorified version of our town. Uh, Buffalo Once again, is bigger our than this town. town. The uh, the town we live in, our town, the play. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I mean, Buffalo would be a dramatic step up from, from wherever the hell they filmed Buffalo this thing. Buffalo compared to this is New York yeah, City. Yeah, more or less. It's more <laughs> accurate. So, yeah, bad call going to the city, Matt, or uh, David, or whatever the hell you call yourself these days. Um, and then there's this whole... So then he goes to the city. He gets a flop house apartment. <laughs> Weird. Daredevil graffiti on the apartment building, by the way, as yes. well. So Daredevil has some kind of either Daredevil's like some kind of hood hood rat himself, going like <laughs> like he's El Barto now or something. Or as no, as we found out later, he's got the street kids 
that like they're like his they're, they're like his gang. Leather jacket and bandana. Jacket bandanas. Yeah. yeah, bandana guys. Leather jacket and bandana baby. <laughs> oh, the eighties. So he, he gets he gets the flop house and then he that he rented from not Ron Jeremy. So you, yeah yeah. So you might ask everyone, where's the trial come in? Well, they this some weird <laughs> spoilers. Uh, there actually is no trial. It was all a dream. It was legitimately a true 80s style all a dream. Um, 80s? It was a Batman versus Superman style hallucination, <laughs> my friend. The Flash should have showed up and explained things. <laughs> he didn't really explain anything in that scene. That's my point. It would have made sense here, too. Anyway, the whole reason for him going to jail was really suspect. Drew, I think that you're looking in the wrong places for reason and logic. Would you agree, Alan? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I have a bar. story let, let, and structure. Let the, let, the okay. guest, let the guest speak. Go on. I mean, I mean, yes, there's a lot of flaws to it. But yeah, I remember the time. The time. This was, you know, this was the late 80s. Yeah. That excuse is going to run out some. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. That's a very terrible, terrible And, and spoilers, it's going to be some point real soon. Yeah. Basically, everything in this movie, we, we can probably just quantify. Well, it was the 80s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was so 80s. Oh, God. The big hair. Oh. Suspenders. The hair was so big. It had some gravitational pull. It, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Go on. And and another thing, Drew. Yeah. This question will be for you. Okay. What? Where yeah. does Matt Murdock work? What he, is the name of his business? Um, <clears throat> I believe that's Nelson and Murdock. Nelson and Murdock. Now that would obviously assume that you know he, it is a law office partnership between Matt Murdock, uh-huh. aka Daredevil, yeah, and Foggy Nelson. Yes. A.K.A. Franklin Nelson. That's correct. Legal name. Drew, where does Daredevil work in this city with no name? Uh, that would be uh, uh, Murdoch and Klein. Murdoch and Klein. Yeah. Alan. Yes. Was there a Foggy Nelson at Murdoch and Klein? No, there was not. What was at Murdoch and Klein, Alan? <laughs> There was a black guy that looked like Mayor Brown. <laughs> Mayor not, uh, and folks, yeah. before yes. you raise an eyebrow, Alan himself is black. Yes, I am. You can I, blame him. Send, send Alan your your emails. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> I said nothing. Oh man! So not Byron Brown works and, at this law he's, office. He's pretty close to him. It's it it is close. Yeah, it's frighteningly close. And then we have a blonde secretary. But it's not Karen Page. No. She wasn't... She did not... I think, Or was she a partner? No, she was, she, partner. Was a partner. she was a partner. She was Klein. She was Klein. Yes. Who was the black guy then? Not Byron They're, Brown. Yes. They were their uh, like legal secretary, I think he was. He was the secretary. Yes. He was the Karen. Mm-hmm. Man. We're, wow. Okay. And fun little note, the actress who played... Uh, not Karen Page. Not Karen Page. Karen Klein. Klein. Um... <laughs> This is not her only foray into live-action Marvel films. She was also in the Punisher movie, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Oh, my God. Starring alongside Dolph Lundgren I, and Louis Gossett Jr. Of what movie fame, Alan? 
Oh, God. <laughs> of what movie fame, Alan? It's his one credit, Alan. Don't get it wrong. Sorry. Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine. Iron <laughs> Eagle. Eagle. Also correct. Never say die. <laughs> um, I should point out, the Top Gun gong there was. was in this movie. Yes, it was. was in the trial of yes. the Incredible Hulk. Legitimately. I swore I was going to hear the guitar riff yep. from Top Gun after that gong. Yeah. You know the one. Gong. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I was waiting for it. Didn't happen. It was at this point but we in my realized heart, we had made a terrible, terrible mistake. Well, but one, we, we, we soldiered on. For um, you, dear listener. So he works in the wrong law firm. Yep. He lives in the suburbs. <laughs> he lives, like, in an apartment complex by the airport. He has a like ten minute commute to work to the city <laughs> on a freeway. Not the most advantageous location for your superhero fortress. Wayne Manor makes more sense. At least Batman drives a car. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Matt had taxi. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you can imagine his fare. Driving all the way from every day. suburbia, every all day. every day, yeah. all the way to the city. The, qu- the city. In quotations. And then when he puts the costume on later, and it has to go out of the roof of his <laughs> su- suburban complex, lest his neighbors see him. It's like, it's like a condo. Yeah. Like, where is, where is he running to? It's like a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a Bruce, job. Do you in the have city? a moment to listen to me about timeshare? Oh I'm going to do your trial work for free, but all you got to do is sit through a 45 minute presentation about timeshare. Matt's one of the shining stars. She's <laughs> all <laughs> Welcome to Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it's weird that scene when he like gets all geared up. We'll talk about the gear, oh. but when he gets all geared up. And he, and he jumps off the roof and yep. he's going to go into action. He nope. probably had to, like, get a cab. Excuse me, sir. Don't mind my, my black leotard. Uh, can you drive me to the city? <laughs> it's a long ride. Oh, boy. Okay. So this that's happening. And at, not at to gallons, be... At the gallons. <laughs> yeah. So we forgot how... So we were talking about how the... Tr- the sort of trial. The trial. Happened. Oh, God. so in the beginning, there's these two, you know, '80s thugs. So they '80s walk yeah. into the bank. Not start, David Caruso. Yeah. Not Ray Romano. That's they, correct. They start putting on gloves. <laughs> they wait till they get inside. Yeah, they wait till they get inside. Then, and put the gloves. After, everyone's already seen them. Mm-hmm. Then they put masks and gloves on. <laughs> gotta go rob a bank. Oh, God. oh, and should we should we leave the king pun for later, or you, you want to talk about it now? Well, especially during that scene. This is where we get introduced to the king. Okay, <laughs> the kingpin. Let's talk about the kingpin played, for a moment. Played by for the the time this movie was made, it was probably a good casting of him as the kingpin. Jonathan okay. Reese Davies. Yeah, um, Sala himself. Sala from Indiana Jones series, or Gimli from Lord of the Rings, or also Sliders. Sliders, man. Yeah. Um, I read on IMDb he had actually offered to shave his beard. And what about his head? He didn't want to do his head, but they couldn't get a bald cap to work on him. Nah. And they just said, yeah. Well. <sighs> he is chewing scenery in this movie. Okay, he's chewing scenery, but that's not even the worst 
part of it. At least he was having some fun. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of us, on the other hand... Okay, so, folks, what you have to understand about Kingpin in this movie is he's some kind of weird video producer fetishist. Take Rufus from Back to the Future. Yeah. And mix him with Eddie Arcadian from... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the kingpin in this movie. Kind of like that. Yeah. Take Rufus from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, add about 60 pounds. And then... He, then he, throw in Eddie Arcadian. Everything with him is like lights, camera, action puns. Yep. And like, he's got this whole, I have to videotape everything gimmick going on. So like, these guys are robbing the bank. And they set up these cameras all over so that Fisk can watch and instruct them on how to rob the bank? This seems like a really crappy way to rob a bank. It was just terrible. He's going, you, over there, go get Double D. And he's pulling out and there's diamonds. He goes, you. To the drawer, yeah. Yeah. Row M. Row M. Like, you need cameras for that? Can't you just, you know. Tell the guys? Tell the guys in advance? From a list, maybe? Oh, by the way, do this. But that's oh, wow! It, it, the glasses, man. I have I, my note was uh, Kingpin <laughs> is Rufus and Max Headroom in one. What? 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 Yeah. Do you mean, Drew? He, he just looked that way. Oh God, it was so bad. The headphone scene. Oh, what the head? He had this, the big radio headphones on. Yeah, yeah, those old eighties headphones that had the radio built right into the PC. It was just weird because watching that, it was just like he's supposed to be the kingpin of crime. Yeah, but he was more like Mojo from the X Men, kind of like that. Right. He's just you know he's he's watching these monitors and you know this guy does this thing and it's it's like you're supposed to be the kingpin of crime. You're not supposed to be some media mogul. Am I and am I wrong? But did he rob his own building in the beginning? That's what I was thinking. It was, it was not his, clear. I think it was his own building. As many things in this film tended to be unclear okay as was that well let's let's talk about for a moment um, the robbery and then those guys escape to the subway let's get to the trial let's 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 cut to the meat of of everything here so they 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 rob this place there's a whole little bag exchange which i didn't fully understand which actually surprised us because like we're like wow that's kind of you know, if you're, they create a diversion, then they do like you know, kind yeah. of a like, uh, shell game with the with the, the ba- stolen with the goods, and we're like, wow, that's surprisingly well thought out. Then they get on the cleanest subway ever, sparkling with like mm-hmm. four people on it, and then they the the crazy one, the blonde one, naturally, he's there's always not like the David cr- Caruso, not David Caruso. He tries to he he scares an old man, and then he threatens to rape this girl. David Banner sits there like a total moron and doesn't help this poor woman, this poor defenseless woman. W- way to be, Bill Bixby. He, he understands what could happen if he lets... Oh, I know what's going to happen if he doesn't. <laughs> that poor girl. And then, finally, he grows a pair and gets thrown across the, the, the subway car. He's thrown, bounced off the walls. Was- he hulks out. He, he breaks up the situation. The two goons escape, of course, because naturally. But in the process, a gun was drawn, and someone standing on the platform was inadvertently shot. There's like two witnesses, maybe, to all of this happening. 
The Hulk runs down the subway track <laughs> and then stealthily <laughs> hides behind a wall. It was so clever. Like, Hulk, Hulk, Hulk is, is We're ninja. talking six-year-old level hide-and-seek skills here, yeah. people. So the cops, though, saw the Hulk, and they're chasing him, right? They, they did see him. Yep. They chase him. When they get into the subway tunnels, they find shirtless, scrawny, sleeping-in-a-corner Bill Bixby. Gentlemen, they arrest him. And they charge him with the murder or involvement in the murder of the poor the poor schmuck on the subway platform who was shot, even though he had no gun on him. And this is the city, if I'm not mistaken. That could be any shirtless homeless guy <laughs> in the city. It's true. It's, but also, we uh, another minor detail we notice when Bill Bixby or David Banner is hulking out. Yes. Before that, he had his, he has a full beard. Full on. beard. When he hulks out, beard no is beard. gone. No beard. Magically gone. I, I would like to have seen a bearded Hulk. Yep. Kind of like what was the um, what was the the comic story they did uh, where he was Maestro? Uh, uh oh, oh, Maestro. Uh, the future, future imperfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Hulk with a beard. In that. Hulk with a beard. Yeah. I mean, you could. He could have. He could have had a beard in this on this movie. Could have, but didn't. Maybe they told Lou to grow a beard, but <laughs> he, he probably couldn't. He didn't hear it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not his fault. That's anyway, so somewhere there's a Tim book. We listen to us doing this uh, Def Hulk impersonation. <laughs> My God, uh, the whole premise is just terrible. Let's just put that. Yeah. It, it's very flimsy. Very flimsy. They like he goes to prison, like legit, legit prison, prison, and he's not even on trial yet, but he's in prison. <laughs> Okay, I don't think that's how the legal system works, but sure. Uh, Clearly, you've never been to the city, Drew. No, I guess I haven't. They got their own brand of law there. I I guess I haven't. Um, Also, I I should have remarked, and I don't know what came first, but the Hulk has the Toxic Avenger groans and and grunts. (laughs) They're all all the same. He sounds like the Toxic Avenger. (laughs) It's pretty great. I'm guessing the Hulk came first. Okay, fair enough. I could keep going, but yeah. you guys oh, haven't yeah. spoken oh, yeah. much. Please, oh, please <laughs> do. There's, there's a lot more. To I'm cover. so flat. As I remarked to Carl many times, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what questions are you struggling with the most? I, I all of it. I guess all of, <laughs> all it, of it. Kind of. Let's move on. So, um, yeah, go. Someone else, go, please. <laughs> I'll chime in when necessary. So also, so the, during the prison scene, they have this elaborate coordinated thing where the janitor is going by and yeah. then inmates are passing a shiv. It's like ah. Shawshank Redemption right. level like getting contraband through here. And he's just whistling and mopping and then the guys, you know, the prisoners are just passing the shiv from one cell to the other cell to the other cell and they put it into his bucket. He doesn't even notice. Yeah. Or was he in on it? Oh, he, he's probably, uh, he probably in was on in it. on it. But then Banner escapes the shiving by a conveniently timed appearance by uh, uh, the only honest cop in town. <laughs> in the city. One cop in town. And for J.J. Alcimino, uh, this cop was also played by one of the politician actors from the movie Jaws. Look at that. Full circle. <laughs> Bringing it all together. 
Oh, okay. So, oh my god. Um, we have Ninja Nurse. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, so the, the poor woman, right? They let her. Fisk lets her live at first. No, hang on. Correction. First, <laughs> he tries kill to kill her. Kill that poor woman. First, they're gonna kill her. Daredevil, finger quotes, Daredevil shows up. <laughs> Big finger quotes. Gets in a really crappy fight with Ninja Nurse. It stops her. This is not the, uh, this is by, by no stretch of the imagination. Although, oh my God. Think about it. In this movie, we had a scene where Daredevil interrupts a woman, or some, a nurse or someone in a, in a hospital room trying to kill another person <gasps> in the hospital room. We had that on the Netflix show. Isn't that weird? I feel a little dirty. It's a little <laughs> weird. He stops her. They get into yeah. a scuffle, and he escapes. This is, this is the first time we see Daredevil in the show. Yeah. This is the first time we see Matt... And I use this term very loosely in costume in the show. Uh-huh. Now, if you're old enough to remember the Incredible Hulk series, the television series, for what they had to work with at the time, the Hulk lo- did not look bad. Lou Ferrigno is a very beastly man. Yes. Or he was. No, he, he probably no, still he's is. Still he's jacked. still jacked. Yeah, he, yeah. he was at um, Niagara Falls Comic Con a year ago. 60 bucks an autograph, yeah. I'm sure. And you can ask him a question, but he won't answer. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. It's true, though. So, <laughs> Alan, how, how, how would you describe Daredevil's costume in this production? <laughs> I would say it probably cost him $10 tops. <laughs> Just like they were just wearing black, you know, nylon, and that was it. It was yeah, just, pantyhose mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was a pantyhose mask, at best. And and I, be, I think I, re- fair, I think Drew. I remarked. Did I did that? Did I not remark? Is he wearing suspenders? You did. He yes. is. He's wearing a singlet over black tights. To be fair, Drew. Yeah. The Netflix series could have taken some notes when they were constructing the Daredevil costume. From this production of Daredevil. Oh, oh, go on. I'm all ears. (laughs) (laughs) Because, as you commented last week... Oh, God. The Daredevil proper costume does not fit that well in the neck. Yes. Whereas this costume fit perfectly in the neck. Uh, Did did it, though? The thing was skin tight all over. Doesn't mean it was good. I didn't say it was good. just said fit perfectly. Based on the shape of his head and silhouette numerous times, perfectly is a very odd choice of words. Just saying. It looked pretty bad. Fit good in the neck. And we have Billy Club action. Yes. <laughs> A- action. Yes. I'm air Finger quoting. <laughs> <laughs> we had the f- slowest fight choreography I've ever seen. It was it was bad. It was pretty bad, and also we are uh, missing a couple of details too. Before and then in the hospital, before he changes into Daredevil, uh huh, he shows up as Matt Murdock and the woman. Oh yeah, she's changing her story. And she stuff. changed her story. Yeah. yeah. Well, clearly Fisk got. Oh yeah. Him. Yeah 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 yeah. You know she goes no you know you know David Banner when he said David Banner but you know. He's, you know, you know, he would try to attack me in the subway. These two other guys try to help me. Yeah, and she's then, lying. After that, she's getting attacked by a ninja nurse. 
Then she changes her story. She calls Matt Murdock up. And then she goes, yeah, you know, those two guys really did try to kill me. You know, I need you to come to the hospital. Blah, blah, blah. And it's the story is is very flimsy here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was made for for TV. Their their goal was, hey, let's get the Hulk and Daredevil onto the screen together at the same time. Throw some cheap action scenes at it. A flying boat. Ah, <laughs> yeah. we'll get to oh, that. Yes. What, wait, hey, hey, we'll we, get to the flying boat. We will get to the flying boat where all of the money went. By the way, yes, all of the money. Um, actually, no, I, I'm not sure if that's where all the well, no, all the money probably went there, and I think they could only afford three. Count them three Hulk transformations in the movie. Well, it's, because all the rest were done with cutaways. Right, I must say they recycled the same footage over and over yeah. of him. You know, uh, there were. Th- Two unique ones, right? And then the rest were eyes turn white, cut camera. Hulk shows up in frame. Which you know what? Uh, not for nothing. Even after all these years, that's still cool to see the whole eyes. Turn no, no, white that's that's thing. fine. I'm just saying the whole transformation. <laughs> just kind of like it brings you back to that time when you were a kid and much, much less, you know, jaded and you. You could see the money though uh, disappearing <laughs> as, as all five dollars. Uh huh. Um, all for you. Yeah, the plot. So they, so they, they cap the kingpin and his his uh, media network moguls. <laughs> uh, they they kidnap this poor woman, and they hold her captive for like a year. Yeah, they're very fuzzy on the passage of time. Uh huh. In this entire movie, what's he keeping her around for? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a. I can't yeah. think of a reason either. It just like I don't know. She just she's they're just keeping her captive. She's just laying there, looking like in her lingerie. In her lingerie. Listen, I'm sure the as much volume as her hair had, it probably formed a protective shell. Yeah, around maybe. her head. Um. And maybe they tried to shoot her, but her hair protected her. So, she's been held captive, like, forever for reasons. Daredevil gets his butt kicked in that uh, fight scene that was terrible. The, the, like, when he shows up and it's like the recreation of, like, the, it's like the recreation of the last dragon fight scene. Yeah. I wanted show enough to be there, but he wasn't. <laughs> and, like, Daredevil gets his butt kicked by, like, four guys. It's in slow-mo. And... They said he, he's then laid up in bed, which w- seems to be a long time because yeah. everyone thinks Daredevil's dead. Like r- rumor goes around town. Then again, it doesn't take long for like rumor. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like five people in the city, so you know. But but still, it's a clear passage of time. Yeah, it's and and all the while Bill Bixby's taking like, care of him. Seasons change. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's snowing. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Yeah. Holy crap. So we'd be glad that poor woman didn't die during that time. Right? <laughs> Alan, can you give me a brief brief synopsis of Daredevil's origin and why he <laughs> decides to become Daredevil? Just very, like, Cliff's Notes version. So I didn't know if, if the way he was he became Daredevil, it looked like more like he was trained to be in the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be an Olympic gymnast. Yeah. Yeah. 
Daredevil, master of the parallel bars. And he gets the idea of his name from... Oh, God. <laughs> Al's like, I didn't know I would have to remember all this tripe. No, I, that movie is just... From the cop. <laughs> from the cop himself. Remember, the cop is just like... And, the honest, and, and the the fl- honest cop. In the flashback scene. Yes, the honest cop. Flashback like, scenes. <laughs> look at look at that. Flashbacks. Is clearly, the Netflix show is just an adaptation of oh, this Oh, movie. my God. Oh, no. <laughs> but the Netflix show is way better. But there's also another thing that I noted, too, that... There was a scene in the alley. There was an alley scene that was yes. reminiscent, very, very reminiscent of, you know, Batman's parents dying. Yeah, you had the classic had like cl- steam coming up out yeah. of the manhole cover. And <laughs> I was the, like, well, somebody's parents going to die over like here. Somebody left a spotlight on at the end of the alley for no reason. But that brings us to another important point: Turk. Yeah, Turk. Ah, Turk. Ah, <laughs> oh, Turk. <sighs> Alan, what was wrong with Turk? He, he didn't look like Turk from what I from what, from what I remember. Just like some, you know, eighties uh henchman, we, I could say. At best. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he had a serious melanin problem. Oh yeah. <laughs> we uh we we've got some serious social issues we're dealing with nowadays with, you know, race relations in this country and whatnot, and obviously a lot of that is reflected in uh, casting for film things like bring up you know protests things like that Turk in the comics is a black man in the I got a picture of Turk right here yeah back and, to back yeah. the show and the comic yeah mm-hmm. yeah and in this one he was the white he looked like a like a a, a sailboat captain from Boston <laughs> yeah. kind of like that yeah yeah he, like he had the the skull cap on and the pea coat and it was just like oh maybe this is a harbor town or something and Turk they, is they, like, they were on the water yeah. and it was mountainous <laughs> you know those New York mountains <laughs> you got Daredevil up on the roof plucking on a guitar rocking mountain high oh, on, on the roof of his uh, condo yeah. Uh, in his condo. Yeah. Oh, the cell phone? The bat yeah, phone? The bat was, phone? I was going to say the bat phone. <laughs> his secret top bat phone that, uh, that, that he could call directly to that good cop. Oh my but apparently God. you couldn't respond to the cop. Yeah, I never actually talked to him. It just left messages. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So uh, there's that scene where uh, Hulk is Hulk breaks out of prison, yeah. right? And he goes back to that apartment for some reason, right? Am I get- to the rundown apartment? Yes, mm-hmm. because that's or- where Matt Murdock, yes. Daredevil, finds him. Daredevil, Daredevil, yes, goes to the apartment in all this sneaky subterfuge. Okay, and we even get to see a little uh, proto eighties Daredevil vision with the green, uh, the green screen looked like a video game yep, kind of the radar uh, Robocop sense. vision. Yeah, a little sort of Robocop vision. Um, he, he, so he sneaks into David Banner's apartment to confront him and tell him that he's a friend. And then in a and show to, of, tr- and make make a point to say, Matt Murdoch sent me. Yes. Uh, Matt Murdoch sent me to find you. Trust me. Blah, and blah. not 30 seconds later, what happened, Drew? He takes his freaking mask off. <laughs> Damn FaceTime. Why'd you wear the costume to begin then. with if you were just going to do this? Well, you know, the cab that takes him to the city has to know who he is. <laughs> then he wears it home. <laughs> it's a 
long drive. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. He you know wore what? the costume whole, and then he relays his origin in really terrible fashion. You know what? Now that I think about it, I probably could have. We probably could have gotten the actor who played Daredevil <laughs> on this I'm sure Rex Manning has something to do right now. Someone Google the actor. What's he doing? If he's still working, good, good job, buddy. Um, oh god! Then they touch. Then he touches his face. Oh, that was so creepy. Oh no! He goes. He goes. Let me take a portrait. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Now I I understand that uh, that. I guess this is the thing that blind people do to like legitimately get an idea of what you look like. They they you know yeah. kind of glide their hands over your face, and if that's if that's a thing, that's fine. I totally understand it. But just the way they filmed it, we had some subtext here, sir. It yeah. was oh. so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> I'm waiting for like Matt to kind of you know put his thumb inside Bruce's uh-huh. mouth and move it around a little bit. Well, and- then we had the scene later on when Daryl's all beat up in bed and he's got his oh. shirt off and. and Old, Dar- old old Banner is watching over him, <laughs> taking care of him. I We're remarked just, to you, I was like, I hope they pan over and he's laying next to him shirtless. <laughs> and he just kind of runs his fingers through his small island of oh. 80s chest hair. My God. When I was thinking about it, when he says, look, he goes, let me just take a portrait. I was thinking right away, light of Richie, hello. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, was just, I, was like, I was like, is he going to start singing Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Oh, man. (laughs) I can see it in your Um, eyes. It was even creepier later on when, like, how Matt discovers, you know, Bruce is the Hulk. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, Matt's touching the Hulk's face, and then I guess he just transforms right then and there. Yeah. When they cut back, it's Bruce. Well, that, you know, Hulk. And Bruce seems to be, like, really getting into it. He's like, yeah, touch that face. (laughs) Matt, touch it. I'll make you see, man. Well, if you remember, hey, now wait a minute. I'll so he he starts touching he starts touching Hulk's face, and Hulk calms down, right, and reverts back to Banner. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did Scarlet Witch get Hulk to calm down in Age of Ultron? Oh, the lullaby touched his hand. Touched his hand. He touched and got all t- t- touching. Could you say touching? it was the invisible touch? Uh, oh, Ooh. I like. We're that. in the eighties. I'm all. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Um, can we talk about not Wesley, also known as Edgar, <laughs> also known as Christian Bale in American Psycho to a T? I'm surprised he didn't say, you know, do you like Huey Lewis in the lose? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're not really a blonde, are you? <laughs> oh, my God. They, it's him. They really, it, it's the him. The is spot on. The suit, the hair, it's him. If if we're going to talk about Wesley, I think we also need to talk about Fisk's office. Oh, the Trumpian yeah. office. Yeah, Gold elevator office. doors. So apparently his desk is about 13 feet high. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration either, folks. <laughs> That's for real. He's got to take steps down. And he's kind of like, he's sitting in a chair that was like Inspector Gadget's Dr. Claw chair. <laughs> <laughs> he presses the button and goes, ee! I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is all true. This is all true. I'll get you, Daredevil. <laughs> but you know what's funny, though? When you think about that, yeah, he's got his desk on that huge podium. But when he walks down in front of the podium, he's got like a little couch, a couch. Yeah, right in front of it. <laughs> That's the casting couch. Oh. oh. His whole gimmick is all this video. Cri- he is a pornographer, sir. That is, I submit to you. <laughs> Media mogul. Yeah. In a crime. Uh-huh. Pornographer. Yes. 
I buy it. That's why he's keeping that girl around. Uh, ah. Was there anything redeeming about this? No. Was there anything? No. No, yeah, there was. There was something redeeming about this, sir. We have the first live-action cameo appearance of Mr. Stan Lee. Stan! Yeah. In in the jury, in the dream trial. Dream trial. Yeah, we're just we're jumping all around. This I don't, thing, you folks. know what? Don't expect us to go start finishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just not gonna. <laughs> Drew's just crinkling up the paper and throwing the notes are it. out the, the window. Notes are gone. Forget the notes. We're just gonna oh, go here. Oh man. Um. Yeah. The, the the jury. So in the dream sequence, I we I, we didn't know it was a dream sequence. So he transforms into the Hulk on the stand, and then you just everyone in the in the courtroom saw this guy, this little itty bitty David Banner guy. Yeah. Transform into giant hulk and they're all just sitting there mouth agape no one doing anything not running not scared hulk tears up the bench hulk make hung jury hulk throws one of the guards he goes over to the jury box and lifts it off the ground stanley had a stunt double by the way he insisted on doing his own stunts but they wouldn't let him thank you imdb um and, and and all the while, everyone's just sitting and watching. The security guards don't draw guns. They're just like, hey! Pepper spray and batons. Uh-huh. That's how you take on the Hulk. But it, I guess it doesn't matter because it was a dream. But still, we were watching it not knowing that, and I was just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> you think they'd be running and panicking? Yeah. And they're, just, they're, they're just chill. They're like, oh, turn, turn. So turn fascinating. Green. That's fascinating. Oh, my God. Stan. Stan, though. Stan. Stan. <laughs> Same hairpiece for the last oh, 40 yeah. years. Looking as young as a person that old can look <laughs> at that time. Because he was, he had to be in his 60s at that time. I think time. he was in his early 60s. What year then? did we come out? 1989. 89. That well, that's almost 30 years ago. Yeah. And Stan is 93. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Stan was 60. Three, then keep your damn hands off Stanley. Two thousand sixteen. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I cannot have if if God forbid it happens. Shh, 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 well, I mean, let's. let's yeah, be I honest. know, but it's, it's not a matter of if. Just, you know, yeah. I don't want to think. Of, I don't no, know, let's I don't not, let's let's, let's, let's continue to make fun of this movie, please. Yes. So what, what else we got? I I I mean, uh, I I don't know, man. I it's. So Drew, Drew has gone bye bye, yeah. Alan. Yeah, oh, I do have for us. <laughs> so let's go to the final confrontation. Oh, the boat! We got into the boat. Yes. Skyboat. Skyboat. This thing was straight out GI Joe. Yeah. Here's what I like about this. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just I'm just going we're off just, today. Going, I, I can't help it. I'm just I'm all fired up over this. So we get into the final fight sequence or the final confrontation, right? The final fight. <laughs> Daredevil busts through a, a styrofoam wall. And uh, the crime boss guys all get beat up by Daredevil. Yeah. Or, or they scatter. They scatter, whatever. Daredevil beats up the leather-clad henchmen. Pleather. 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 Pleather was not in the budget. With Yeah, with their full-on 80 shoulder pad look going on. Um, Hulk helps out and, and does some damage. Does he, Right? Yeah, Hulk is there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he changes a little bit. Yeah, he changes back. and yeah, Okay. Daredevil chases Kingpin outside. Daredevil is foiled by a door. Not a door, a wall. No, no. The wall collapses. No, no, no. But, but, but Kingpin goes in the door, the door closes, Matt doesn't even attempt to open it, he just <laughs> goes, 
Ah, no! <laughs> Foiled again! Curse you, door. Curse you, Matt's only weakness. Doors. <laughs> then, then, the, then the walls of the container open. The Whatever. walls of Jericho come down. <laughs> oh. And then the kingpin, I thought it was a helicopter. No. No. It was a full-on G.I. Joe vehicle. Skyboat. Skyboat. <laughs> and it takes off at the slowest speed possible while Matt stands there while he could have jumped on it. Yep. And apprehended the pilot and kingpin in less than 30 seconds. He stands there like a like a dork with his shaking his fist at it like no. old man yells at Cloud. I'll get you crazy kids. Yeah. And then the skyboat takes off and some terrible... Uh, all the money went to this shot. Yeah. All the money yeah. went to this horrible toy composited against stock footage of a city. Yeah. So to describe what this boat looks like, think of like a police boat, one of the smaller police boats. These, You know what? Here's how I describe it. Remember that movie with Bruce Willis and Sarah Jessica Parker? Unfort- you know what? Stri- I think it was yes. called Striking Distance. That's the one. That's the type of it's boat. It's so sad that we know that. Yes, it is. <laughs> Alan's just keeping quiet on that. He's like, I'm not going to admit I know that shit. What are you talking about? So, no, it's like the these boats that police use on the water, they're not like Coast Guard cutters or anything. They're smaller, like two, three-person boats. Yeah. So think of that for the base. Then just put like the biggest, gaudiest spoiler Got a you big saw spoiler. from Fast and Furious on yeah, it, yeah. and there's a jet engine on the spoiler. Uh-huh. And some and some fake smoke. Now, I... Mm, and, it, and it goes like three miles an hour. I, I am by no means a scientist. Alan, you're a teacher. Yes, I am. So maybe you can help me out An educator. <laughs> you, you educate the minds of the young, and we appreciate your service. But I need your help here. Okay. Explain to me the physics of how this boat was A, able to take off, B, sustain flight. Because <laughs> it had no wings. Yeah, I was say, it had no wings, and it was just rising, you know, very slowly. Yeah. And how'd it work? I, I have no, I'm, well, for the record, I'm not a science teacher. <laughs> I'm a Spanish teacher, but you are closer to being a scientist than I am. <laughs> but it, the physics doesn't make any sense. I would say it's Hollywood magic, but this was not no, filmed in Hollywood. This is, yeah, this this is uh, th- this is some Saskatchewan magic. I legitimately <laughs> saw better visual effects in the bootleg Fantastic Four Roger Corman movie. It's oh. possible it had a CGI fa- uh, Human Torch. No, it wasn't CGI. It was no. animated. Oh, it was straight up cartoon. Wow. As soon as he flamed on, he was a cartoon. Okay. Yep. Yep. Anyway. So, yeah, Skyboat. Skyboat. Fisk escapes. Because they were setting up that sequel. <laughs> yes. We. I think one of the funniest, nights, funniest lines of the night came from Drew. He just looks at us, and the movie's ending is like, post-credit scene? <laughs> <laughs> Stinger? <laughs> I was like, yeah. We did get one. The guy, the guy who played Spider-Man in the live-action television series is uh, uh, is going to come and show up. No, in- no, well, I remember David Hasselhoff can show up as Nick Fury at the end and ask oh. David Banner if he's heard of the Avengers Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America can show up with a see-through shield. Oh, wow. Uh, so that, for better or worse, 
Yeah. And believe me, it is worse. Yeah, you know what? Okay. I, I We've had fun here. We have uh, had a lot of fun. I, I, we I will say, what we set out to do. As, as poor as this movie is, it's not offensively poor. It's just poor. Yeah. Whereas, this isn't like Batman and Robin. I was going to say, Batman no. and Robin, on the other hand... That's and, a tragedy. That is offensively poor. Yeah. Money went into that. No money went into this. <laughs> I mean, you know, shoestring budget. Well, it was also directed and executive produced by Bill Bixby. Yeah, yeah, we won't hold it against poor Bill. No. Well, I think, from what I remember, Bixby directed a lot of the television episodes, too. And after Incredible Hulk ended, before he passed away, unfortunately, he was a sitcom television show director. Hmm. He dire- he directed fairly regularly on a lot of shows that aired throughout the 90s. Question. Yes. Take it or leave it. Do you think they played the Sad Hulk music at Bill Bixby's funeral? Hmm. Oh. I think they did. I mean, kinda they kind of they kind of had to, right? Yeah, I mean, the coffin's going down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 they prop do. his hand up with his thumb out. <laughs> no, I, oh, I, I kid. So I kid. But yeah, this um, this was an experience. <laughs> this was an experience. That is the first live action Daredevil, everybody. Yep. I wonder. I wonder if Soak it's the it in. first. <laughs> did Daredevil appear in any cartoons, like the earlier on cartoons? Yes, I remember. I remember he appeared in the Spider-Man cartoon, but that was in the nineties. Yeah, that was the nineties one. Yep. He, the only th- one he could have prior would have been what the uh, the the Spider-Man Spider-Man's Amazing, Amazing Friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah, there's no way he showed up in that, right? No, no. couldn't have. Yeah, so this is probably the first, just like out of comics. We could probably look this up. We probably, probably should have. Probably we do. We do each have access to the internet's on our person right now. So, or we could just wait and do another episode if we discover something. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Content Trial is king. The Incredible Hulk, the director's cut. Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> All right, um, gentlemen. Any last thoughts before we wrap up this episode? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. all good here. I'm good. I thought this was a great experience. You know. We we appreciate having you on. We are going to bring you back. Um, were you know what? Since since you didn't mail in any questions, did you have any questions for us? <laughs> um, not that I could think of. Right All now. right, <laughs> dynamite right. drop in, Alan. Remember, oh. watch Luke Cage, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Watch Luke Cage. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. Black media is all over this. By the way, really? Yeah, like from Jet Magazine essence they're all like holy crap you know but you know good it's, a good, it's you know it's a good it's good news especially what's you know, just going on in you know by community was having something good and up, uplifting i i think what we're going to try to do next week and we're definitely going to have you back for this um, i'm also going to try and get someone else either next week or the week after we're going to try and like get a get a little serious on the show oh we're going to talk about because um, we mentioned earlier kind of the social climate of the country today. Uh, comics used to be a real big part of having a voice in social change uh, back in the uh, 60s and 70s and early 80s. They were very active in kind of being another outlet for calling out social injustices and social change and i'd like to do a show where we're going to talk about that history and also how comics today particularly from the big two just 
aren't really doing that anymore. So we're going to see that that's, you know, possibly a preview for next week, if not the week after. Um, but before then, if you have any questions for us, if you have any suggestions for a fun one-off show we'd like to do, you can reach us at Devil's Do Pod on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at the Devil's Do Pod or Facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com or, as we mentioned earlier, we now have a fully functioning website up and running where you can find all this information. It's at the Devil's Do Podcast.com. Thank you very much for being here, Alan. Thank we you guys so much. It. We're going to have you back definitely. Uh, Drew, any, any last thoughts? My fellow Buffalonians, if you've ever felt down (laughs) about about your city, watch this movie and feel better. We're doing good. We're we're on the rise, baby. Wilson Fisk, the king of a one-horse town. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically that. Yep. All right, that brings this episode of Devil's Due to a close. Court is adjourned.